There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. Well, I uh, have my wonderful son on the line, and he had sent me a video late last night, which I didn't see until this morning, of his favorite childhood story, which he is attempting to read to his son with the same impact that it had on him, and Carter's not really getting it, is he? <laughs> yeah. Tiki Tiki Tembo, No Saw Rambo, Cherry Berry, Ruchi, Pitberry, Tembo still rolls off my tongue. I don't even need to read the words because <laughs> you had planted it there when I was, I guess very, very young. It was amazing to me that I was like, I don't know how I'm reading this so quickly. It just was second nature. For Carter, a little rougher, but we'll yeah. get there. Well, and as soon as I saw you, as I said, no Rembo, cherry berry, ruchi, pit, peri, pembo has fallen into the well, because that's the end of the statement. A hundred percent. It is. Uh, it's such a wonderful story, too. I love it. The illustration is one of my, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. And then, listen, uh, those are good memories, you know, and I'm glad you can share them with your children. You know, that's important. But I got to tell you, is it just me or am I so starved for some pomp and circumstance that I'm actually looking forward to the coronation of King Charles? <laughs> you know, I, I, the wait is over. There's something yeah. about it that is really interesting to me that King Charles the third has mm -hmm. been waiting for this for so long and we've been anticipating it my entire lifetime and the queen ended up living so long that it never arrived but i'm sort of happy for this 75 year old king to finally get to ascend to the throne mm -hmm. there was a worry that there wouldn't be enough sort of excitement because he's not a young man anymore even though he was dashing in his days with princess diana he's 74 years old and it's you know, his mother ascended to the crown when she was quite young, and he's mm -hmm. going in as a as an old king. But people are showing up. They've got their Union Jacks draped around them and so forth. Joe Biden is there. So it does yeah. seem like the festivities are picking up. Yeah, not Joe Biden. Jill Biden, right? Yes, Jill. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. the, the, the White House said that no president has gone to a coronation. And I'm thinking like, well, the early presidents had just revolted from England. They weren't going to coronations. And... Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth. There's always a little bit of oddness in, in terms of America celebrating the British monarchy. I mean, look, uh, a lot of time has passed, and they've been our allies for, you know, quite some time. Helps us out in a couple big wars, I would say. Right, and uh, as long so as they've been our okay allies. Now, but you're right, it's still the optics of having a president sort of bow to a king overseas is a strange one. I know, but you know what? Um, the, the reason no recent president has gone to a coronation is because she sat on the throne for like 80 years. <laughs> you know, <it's> like it, <laughs> that, that's also true. That's also yeah. true. It's, it's, it just takes a, it's been a while. She sat yeah. there for a very, very long time with her corgis. And yeah. this is the first opportunity we've had. Uh, geez, even in your lifetime, you were right. I, I don't think you've known any, any previous 
king. No, she was always the queen, exactly. So, you know, I'm I'm just excited. I, I got to ask you, though, now put on your lawyer's hat for a moment. This case with Ed Sheeran, I mean, I think this was very much more important than people think, not because he threatened to stop being an artist if he got, you know, didn't win the case, but because there's only so many notes. I mean, how, what made people think they were going to prevail in this case? Yeah, well, you know what made them think they were going to prevail is what how this similar type of case turned out with Blurred Line and the Mar- and Marvin Gaye's family. Because right. remember, they were successful in their litigation, and it seemed like it spawned everyone trying to take a shot at saying, look, you ripped off this old song when you made this new song. So the co-writer, the Townsend estate of, of Let's Get It On, the famous Marvin Gaye hit, said, you know what, uh, this song by Ed Sheeran sounds very similar to ours. We'll, we'll take a cut at it. We'll go to trial. And now the tide is turned, and Ed Sheeran wins this lawsuit. I think what helps sway the jury is, Sheeran, I mean, he got on the stand and said, I, here's my process, here's how I make music. Sure, like any artist, I'm inspired, but there's only so many notes to pull from thin air and make music out of, and I didn't copy this one. It, it right. was just my separate inspiration. Yeah. And what do you think about Kanye hiring Milo Yiannopoulos to run his campaign? I mean, does Kanye never learn? Look, I wanted to know what you think of this, because... <laughs> It's interesting. Milo Yiannopoulos is a colorful know, figure, Milo. but he's yeah. now fired Nick Fuentes and right. um, Ali Alexander, who are, I think of the alt-far writers are even further right uh, of Milo Yiannopoulos. This seems to be, um, I don't know, sort of conservative light. Maybe he's backing off some of his more absurd positions and trying to become more of a serious political player, although Milo's pretty far out there. I don't think if you have a serious ambition to be president, you would hire Milo Yiannopoulos, but it does seem like he's maybe tempering some of his views. Well, and I know Milo. He's, uh, you know, he, he's very colorful, which Kanye loves, you know, and uh, and you're right. It's a, not a serious campaign, so why would you have a serious guy? Nick Fuentes, on the other hand, is very serious about politics. Milo just uses it to elevate his stature, so I think it's fine. And uh, again, Kanye's just proving that he has no real intention of running a serious campaign. But the Met Gala... I, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I think he loves being colorful. He loves being in the conversation, but I don't think he has that as a real ambition. Look, he's, he's married again to this yeah. new woman. It seems to have like calmed him down at least enough that he's not in the headlines every single day shouting about Hitler, which is a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Met Gala, I know we haven't talked about it, but boy, everybody just turned up pregnant at the Met Gala for some reason. It's a new thing to do, right? Yeah. Serena Williams showed up and had her her, her belly uh, mm-hmm. on display, and they're expecting their second child. You know, she's with the Reddit guy, mm-hmm. uh, Alexi Ohani, I think his name. Yeah. Um, uh, or no, Alexi's last name. Anyway, they're together. They're having their second child. And, um, you know, this is a page out of Rihanna's book, basically, mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl, showed off her pregnant belly. Beyonce has done this in a very public fashion before. It's sort of the new thing to do in Hollywood is really flaunt that baby bump. I guess. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little beyond my comprehension. And finally, um, what's up with Jamie Foxx? Is he going to be all right? You know, I, I sure hope so. Um, I am very, very concerned. A lot of the news coming out, seems quite grim. You know, you only stay in a hospital for three weeks plus um, if your condition is very, very serious. Now, he at least posted something on Instagram saying he's on the mend. 
mm-hmm. and that calmed people down. It only made me more concerned because right. Jamie Foxx is such a charismatic figure to not see him on video saying thanks for the well wishes. Yeah, I got actually more nervous when I saw it was just a typewritten message that, that the condition he's you know me battling too. there is quite serious. Me too. Well, we'll just pray for him. Anyway, Derek, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Take care, everyone. All right. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time, my plan is to be back here on Monday if it be his will and he delays his his coming. Uh, May God bless you and may God bless the United States of America.